Oh my god, girl, we have like we have I'll try to grab too. coffee. I'll text you. Oh my god, let's grab a drink sometime. I thought everyone wanted to hang out with me. People who typically come from larger families have fewer friends because they get priority to family members. Like I felt like I was already 23, but I'm just probably because I'm hanging out with a bunch of like 25 and 26 year olds. Robin Dunbar said that the average number is 100. Again, I think everyone has that same exact question in the back of their mind. Hello everyone, happy Monday and welcome back to another episode of the Hugo Girls podcast, your favorite podcast in the world, if we may say. (laughs) If we may unbiasedly say, we're not biased at all. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We're so excited to be back with you guys. Emma's actually live streaming this podcast on TikTok, which is kind of fun and kind of different for us. Yeah, I had this idea earlier because TikTok, I feel like, is a different audience than who listens to the podcast. I don't know. It's just such a mix. And I do TikTok. Um, not She's even on the social side. media like, girl. I'm pretty active. Yeah. Um, social media girl. Um, but yeah, I have my marketing job with the college marketing agency that I work for. And then I also do social media. And I was like, why not bring it to the TikTok audience? If you're watching on TikTok, Hello, um, and welcome to the Hugo Girls podcast, and if you're tuning in just like you do every week, or your first time tuning in to us on wherever you listen to podcasts, welcome. Thanks we're so for listening. For today. Yeah, we're Thanks. so excited for today. Another week, <laughs> another Monday, another new episode, and Emma, let's just jump right into Ask the Girls, why don't we? I think this Ask the Girls question is so fun. Yes, the Ask the Girls question is very fun and very relevant i feel like sometimes it's like questions about our childhood and we'll get into our deep dive of friendship oh yes in this episode but this is a very news relevant question which is what are your thoughts about threads and should i give a background of what threads give, is? yes give a background i feel like by the time this episode goes up we're recording this on thursday july 6th so threads is very very new but i feel like maybe like one by day Monday, yeah maybe by monday baby. like People will know a little bit more about it, but yeah, give us a brief rundown. Yeah, so it's basically in like five words. It's Twitter for Instagram um, or Instagram for Twitter. How would you say that? No, Twitter for Instagram. Twitter for Instagram. So it's a, yep. yeah, it's an Instagram affiliated app that's basically like a, it's called Threads because it's like a thread where you can post things like you would on Twitter, just like simple statements. You can link photos, whatever, um, and it directly connects to your Instagram account. I saw people posting about it recently or recently as in like last night and I messaged them they're like follow me on threads I was like what is this but it's actually since it is affiliated with Instagram it syncs all of like your followers right up so if someone you follow joins the app it'll like automatically follow them um and it's really easy back and forth between the platforms so that's a rundown but Maddie what are your initial thoughts on it well, first off, I think that everyone at Twitter is shaking their boots right now. I think oh they're my like, God. oh shit. Twitter's what, so scared. <laughs> what is happening? They're not thriving. But also, I think it's fun. I think it's like kind of, I was going to say realiving Twitter. That's absolutely not a word. But it's bringing Twitter back to life. And I think it's making it more fun. I am really struggling with it because I'm going to give a brief little story as a background. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast <laughs> before, but... When Emma and I, and I will find this, and I'll post it on the Huga Girls Instagram story, but when Emma and I were like nine or ten years old, we had our iPod touches, and we wanted to message each other. We've always been long-distance best friends. We were like two, three hours at this point in time, so not nearly as the far of a distance as we are currently, 
but we wanted a way to communicate without calling each other. So we found this amazing app called Twitter. This revolutionary application. And we thought it was a way to text each other. So we literally would tweet each other back and forth. And it didn't take long for our moms to find out and be like, girls, you absolutely cannot be sharing information like this on the internet. Like this is not. Like you're posting it. Yes, you are posting it. Like this is not texting each other. So point being, I was scared off of Twitter at a very young age and I never, <laughs> I never redownloaded it. I never like never started tweeting. Emma has trauma. been, she's been on Twitter. I, however, it scarred me to figure out that all of my thoughts were out there on the web. So I like threads. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. I just downloaded it right before this episode so that I could answer this question, but I'm here for it. Honestly, I think it's kind of a fun way I to I love that. Now that you're an everyone. adult and you can engage with it in the correct manner. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, we so, we literally as like 10 year olds were texting, which is not a thing on Twitter, as in like posting full tweets out yes, to the we internet, just which no one was really following us. So like no harm, secrets. no foul. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so funny. And yeah, I, I've kept Twitter downloaded and like kind of updated, but I'll just, honestly, the most I've used Twitter for in the past years is like, retweeting when our football team would win something or just random things it's kind of where I go when I get bored of other apps so I feel like this switching over to my opinion on it I feel like it's kind of going to be a resurgence of like what a Twitter feed is supposed to be um because Twitter I feel like has it has its people that are will like always be on Twitter and love Twitter but like all of the like new creators or like Gen Z I feel like don't like obsess over Twitter that much so I think it's fun I think like I'm gonna personally use it more obviously than I would use a Twitter account and yeah it's just a new opportunity new apps are new opportunities so it'll be interesting to see where it goes and like how growth goes like can you be like viral on threads yeah Is that a thing? that's gonna be really interesting I don't know I think it'll be fun I I like your intake mm otherwise known as emmeline 789 Oh my gosh, was that my old That was your Twitter old username? Twitter Stop. username. Oh my god, she's showing me the Twitter. And mine was Maddie Magoo, 1029. Um, I never and all knew of our that tweets I used back and Emmeline. forth are um you said as a reply to me, there's my pick, love yours, L U V. Adorable. Maybe I can send you my watch me video. Have to record it. Peace out, going to friends. What is watch me? Also. I have- I think that just unlocked something. There has to have been like a app or something. I don't know. We're going to have to look that up. Me? Yep. We and will I have said, to look that up. Oh my God. So funny. I said, going bowling with my friend Allie. I want to beat her. Wish me luck. And these are just like Twitter. These are just like <laughs> literally so online. Funny. Like we the both way joined that there in was July of 2011. Like a, was there a DM f- was there a DM feature no. back in the day? No. That's probably why. Or maybe we were just stupid, which we were 10. So let's I think, give ourselves a break. I think right? it was we were just really uneducated when it came to the world of social media but if you think about it like it was so new so yeah I think the wow. threads I think is, threads is be, fun I think it's I did a little question box on my Instagram and I was like how do you feel I got like an I love it I got a meh I got like an I don't know yet so I think everyone's figuring it out but for people who love to just I think post content in just like quick little ways I think it's it's going to be the easiest way to do that. And I think that it's going to be successful. Yeah. Honestly. I'm here for it. I love it. Yep. So fun. Well, next up is our No Show I'll Tell, which if you guys are unaware, we show 
on our Instagram story every single week um, what we are talking about because obviously this is a podcast so we cannot physically show you. That's why it's no so, show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it's we should call it partial show all tell because we do show it's just we do show on the instagram yeah so follow us there it's at who girls podcast h-y-g-g-e girls podcast um emma what is your no show all tell item my item for today is more of like a favorite it's not anything revolutionary but it is specifically the tropical vibe celsius you are such a celsius girl i yeah i love celsius and i just felt like i needed to make it give it its official spot on the podcast because i drink celsius all the time um it definitely if i drink it too fast it'll like wire me in like a bad way so drink with caution obviously like any sort of energy drink but i just love them and i think my favorite one i've been through a lot of flavors um is the tropical vibe i'm pretty sure they have like a vibe line because i just there's a new one called oasis vibe i just did I got invited to this like music festival in Charleston with Celsius and it was in promotion of their Oasis vibe. So that one was really good too. But a good tropical vibe Celsius. Love the can. Very like there's like leaves on it, orange, tropical as the name entails. Yes. (sighs) Big Celsius girl over here. What about you? I love it. Mine is very plain and simple. Um, I'm in my Pinterest era. So it's going to be Pinterest. Oh, just Pinterest itself? Just, just Pinterest itself. That is like my no show. Oh, are you making I, boards? I am making boards. I'm like back in 2016 mode where I'm making boards for everything. Like I think it's because I just moved into my house. So I have like a home decor board. I'm really into hosting right now. Emma heard like my whole spiel about the dinner, dinner Maddie's party. Maddie's having an Italian dinner party I on am. August 2nd. Be there. <laughs> Or B square. No, but I'm hosting an Italian <laughs> summer themed dinner party for some of my friends who don't know each other here. It's like work acquaintances, people that I met um, through like Facebook groups, like really just a lot of people who don't know each other. I think there's like eight or nine girls coming and we're all bringing a fun dish. I ordered no, like a so cute fun. tablecloth and like some candles and stuff. So it's going to be Italian themed like Amalfi Coast dinner party vibes, but I'm loving um, Pinterest for it. I just think it's so fun. And I think that... I've talked about this on the podcast before, but Pinterest is really one of the only social medias that I enjoy because it doesn't make me compare myself to other yeah, people. It's like, like inspiration on exactly. Pinterest, whereas Instagram, you're comparing yourself. Like yes. what? I guess it's because it's not so attached to a person. Yeah, so it's I more think attached it's like to the everyone. vibe. Exactly, exactly, and you can attached replicate the, the vibe. vibe. I like it. So True. it's just, no, I love Pinterest, Pinterest. That's boards a good one. in general. I think are so fun right now. I've never gotten behind, not gotten behind, like, I, I support it, not that anyone needs my support, but I've never, like, spent the time with, like, using a Pinterest as my own social media site. I think you have to, like, pick your battles, because I feel like I do so much. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I, people have made, like, good money on Pinterest, too. I've heard about that. They used to have their, like, their creator program for Pinterest, mm-hmm. so people were making, like, money on there, and I do think, obviously, that's kind of con- contrasting to what you were just talking about. It, it really is just for fun, um, and I love that, so. Yeah. Love it, love it, love so it. Fun. Do you want to dive into the launch? Would you like me to launch? Into? You said that last episode. She's like, I'm, we're going to launch into our topic. I'm like, wow, really? Power verbs. Uh, would you like to get into our topic for today's episode, which I personally love and is very near and dear to my heart? Yes, I think it's so fun. And I truthfully, we're going to backtrack, you guys. Emma and I have been friends 23 years, which is 
wild. And how old are we? And we are 23 years old. Correct. So <laughs> we've been friends our entire lives and we've maintained a friendship through all different seasons of our lives. And I mean, I'm sure that you guys can tell, like, we've always been very communicative because we have a podcast together. We used to tweet on Twitter thinking that we were texting each other. Like, we have been best friends for 23 years. So we thought, you know, what better way to talk about our friendship and also just talk about friendship in general than going through different ways that we find friendship to be really positively impactful in our lives Mm -hmm. and specifically the power of female friendship because I feel like where Emma and I are both post-grad you know we're having to redefine what friendship looks like for us and a lot of our best friends have moved away or they live in different places than we do in Emma's case she is the best friend that moved away and we just really want to talk about like the power of female friendship because honestly I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about how if you get a group of girls together and you're all taking pictures there is nothing like a group of girls hyping each other up being like oh my gosh you look so good wait turn this way like go this way and it is genuine it's seriously like Mm -hmm. we fight for each other and we really emphasize how proud of we are proud we are of the other person or how we really feel great about the other person or we lift each other up and so we really wanted to just talk about the power of female friendship because we think that it's under talked about yes exactly and it's two long-term female friends we're like, yes. okay as much as we can be educated on in our 23 years we are educated we've, on we've got it We've got, I mean, we've got as much as we can have, right? So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Our, our moms put us together in, like, a play group and stuff when we were younger, which you obviously, you don't choose your friends when you're younger. Your moms are just like, okay, babies, play with each other. And we've stayed friends for 23 years, which is awesome. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me, I kind of have a few bullet points of, like, ways that I think female friendships are really, like, helpful and good to have. I think one thing is just the emotional support of a female is, like, no other. They offer such like a strong support system for sharing your thoughts, feelings, experiences without having to feel bad about like being emotional. I think Absolutely. being emotional is something that is like it's a female trait. I mean, just let's let's be honest. I think everyone would not everyone would say fairly, but like the stereotype at least is that like a female is more emotional than a male. But I think there's power in the fact of like we're able to be emotional and that be okay and lean on other people to also like share in their emotions and stuff and we've talked about this before a while back of like sometimes I feel like it's hard to be a man because you don't have that like you've again just resorting back to stereotypes and not what we actually think but men a lot of times feel like they can't express their emotions like to their friends and that would feel a very like bottled up feeling so the power of female friendship resorting back to that is just like it's so awesome to have people that genuinely like you're not bothering them with your problems like they are genuinely there to listen and support you and even like cry laugh be silly you know be 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 girls be girls um and give you some champagne and put on your lipstick after you're done and um yeah yeah girlies are just the best I feel like with emotional support they're the best I feel like just in general with all kinds of support like I was thinking about that today because I am kind of in a weird phase of life where I'm having to almost like friend date in a sense where I'm trying to figure out like who my friends are and if my coworkers are my friends or if I can meet random girls and they're my friends or if it's I don't want to say worth it to maintain friendships from college but sometimes like you ebb and flow and you grow out of relationships and whatever and so 
I went to dinner tonight with a girl who I actually met on Facebook, which sounds crazy because I feel like no one goes on Facebook anymore. And we met like through a Facebook group in Denver and we just met up for drinks and it turned into dinner and we were just talking and we were talking about how I just moved in with my boyfriend and how she is currently living with her boyfriend for a month because he's like in between jobs and his job is in Denver right now. And we were talking about it and she was like, it's just so frustrating. Like I don't want to have to tell him to clean the toilet seat after he pees on it. Or I don't want to have to tell him that like to clean the toothpaste off the bathroom mirror, like he should just know to do that. And I was like, I get it because I don't want to tell my boyfriend like, hey, did you notice that I cleaned up today? Or like, does that even affect you? Because I've asked him before. I'll be like, hey, look how no, or do you notice how clean it is in here? And he's like, nah, honestly, I didn't really notice. And sometimes mm. it's as simple as that as understanding each other like a and girl understand gets it. it like a, a girl, girl gets literally gets it and they get it <laughs> unlike any guy will and that might be a bold statement to make but I feel like sometimes just that camaraderie and that mm. similarity is something so 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 powerful and that's kind of jumping me into my first point it's like a true friend nine times out of ten isn't always based off of what phase of life you're in or what you have in common. That can be the foundation of a friendship. Like for Emma and I, us being in play group together, it was the foundation of our friendship. It was the phase of life we were in. It's what we had in common. For you, it might be you're in college and you're meeting girls in your sorority or on your sports team or you're in you know, yoga training and you're meeting a girl in your yoga class or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. That can be the foundation. But a true friend isn't going to say like, oh, you're not in college anymore, we're not friends anymore. Or, oh, you are you don't enjoy yoga anymore? Nope, can't be friends. Like, it really is just about building that strong foundation and then respecting where they at, are at in that moment and prioritizing a friendship because it's important to you. Yes, absolutely. And I do feel like as you get older, like, we're both now a year or so post-grad and it becomes a lot more about, like, just what foundational you have in common with people because one of my best friends here is about to be 26. I just turned 23. Lindsay, I don't know if she's listening, but Lindsay, if you're listening, hi. But one of my best friends I've made here in Charleston since I moved here and she's about to be 26. And again, that like literally makes no difference. And (laughs) if anyone of that age is listening to it, the point is, it's like, that's not even old. Like we're all literally like in the same life stage more or less post-grad because we're all trying to figure things out. Um, and I went to one of my other friends. I literally went to her 27th birthday party a couple months back. And me being 22 at the time, I was like, oh my gosh, like in theory, this is so like. Well, you'd be in five- eighth grade and she'd be a senior in high school, you know? Yeah, someone five years older than you might seem like out of touch. But once you get into post-grad, it really just becomes about like who, who you click with and less about like what specifically about them might be the same. Um so yeah, it's it's funny morphing into post grad, and I always felt like when I turned, I just had my birthday, and I always felt like when I turned my new age, like eight turn turning nineteen, nineteen turning twenty, that it like sounded old. I was like, oh my god, like twenty sounds old. Like I still feel eighteen or whatever. But when I turned twenty three, I was like, okay, I feel, I like feel twenty three. Yeah. Because like I felt like I was already twenty three, but I'm like it's probably because I'm hanging out with a bunch of like. 25 and 26 year olds so I felt exactly. little being like I'm 22 um and it's just funny like you always you, you take characteristics of people you're around and there's so many great girls out there I know that 
there's probably not great girls and not great guys and there's every combination of every kind of person um but finding like the right girls that truly are so supportive is so special oh and yeah yeah it, it's really you lean into people's life stage way more like you were saying than like an age or something like niche about them like you did in high school you're like oh i'm friends with people on my dance team yep or my in my sorority team. it just yep. becomes like everyone's doing a bunch of different things um and yeah. yeah, I I love my female friends. I know. I love my female friends too. And I think it's also important to note, like, it's okay if you meet someone who isn't your friend or isn't your best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's so often, at least myself, I put pressure on myself and I'll meet people and I'll be like, oh my gosh, she's so great. And then I hang out with her again and I'm like, oh, like, I already hung out with her once. So like, we're in this friendship, you know, and it it's kind of awkward and you force yourself into relationships with people that you're like oh maybe they don't vibe with me you know and that's why I wanted to go back to friendship is like dating and it really is Mm. important to kind of figure out who you vibe with and know that it's okay like when you kind of I don't want to say outgrow that person but to a certain extent you do and so I wanted to bring in the evolutionary psychologist Robin Dunbar I wish I were physically bringing him in being like you know Robin hop on the mic for us and here he is, Robin. Robin, <laughs> round of applause. Welcome no. to the show. <laughs> I wish, but I was reading an article before we jumped on this call to record, and it was talking about his number, and it's the number of meaningful and stable relationships you can have at one time. And he describes it as including extended family as well as friends, which is why people who typically come from larger extended families have fewer friends because they give priority to family members. Mm-hmm. And I actually was thinking about this in my personal life. One of my best friends has a huge extended family, and she is so involved in her family life, and she is a very small circle of friends. And this is one of my absolute best friends I love her with my entire heart she's the best ever and when we were in college I would always question I would be like huh it's really interesting because she really keeps herself and hangs out with her family never in a judgmental way at all but it makes sense because when you only have so much to give you have to give to the people who are priorities in your life. So Mm -hmm. Robin Dunbar said that the average number is 150, but there is a lot of variation and sometimes it ranges between 150 people people. in your circle. Yep. So then he goes into the friendship circle. So basically it's, if we can put it on the story too, but it's 1.5 intimate friends, which typically is like your best friend and then your partner. And then each layer is three times the size of the layer directly preceding it. So then five friends are your close friends. So you have 1.5 intimate. And so then it's like a small five, circle surrounded by like progressively larger yep, it's circles. getting bigger. Yep. And then 15 friends can be your, quote, best friends. And those could be like college friends, high school friends, childhood mm-hmm. friends. Like it kind of encompasses all of the people below it so it's not 15 new friends it's 15 including the five close friends and the 1.5 intimate friends and then above that is good friends and there are 50 good friends because it's multiplying by three every single time and then it goes into 150 friends and that's your circle and then outside of that you have 500 acquaintances and up to 1500 known names or like known faces so if you're walking down the street you're like oh I'd recognize that person and it's really interesting because it is like you can't have 10 intimate friends 10 friends that you know 
everything about their daily lives, everything about their families, their personal relationships, their work. Like think about how many things we have going on in our lives. I like I think about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's overwhelming, you know? And I think it's honestly in a nice way kind of relieving to look at it that way because it's like, oh, if I only have this many people that scientifically I'm able to keep up with, it's not a bad thing that I'm not keeping up with all of my 15 friends from college every second of every day. Yep. That's that's crazy. And even like 150 seems like a lot. Like I wouldn't be, if you ask me how many friends I have, I wouldn't say 150. But then I think about all the people that I consider, like if I saw them out, I would like say hi to them. Then I would talk to them and engage and ask how they are, like occasionally text and stuff. So it's maybe, I, th- I think we forget how many people we meet on a daily we do. basis. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I don't, I, I know some people struggle with like, oh, I, I feel like I don't have friends or I have close friends, but I do guarantee like there are people in your circle and I think it is important to, if you're in a space where you're feeling like you're not having enough friendships, like just look at the ones that are true priorities to you. And if that's one person or if that's a family member, like that's okay to lean into that. What's the, what's the middle circle called? Like the, the core of the earth Yeah. in this scenario? Yep it's just the intimates yeah your your intimates like lean into your intimates and that could be up to how many maddie just 1.5 just 1.5 so like between one and two yeah it's the way it described it was like your it's called your intimates because it has to do with your romantic relationships so nine times out of ten that's going to be like your partner because they're going to know the most about you and then like halfway is like your best best friend so like Emma I would qualify you as like one of my intimates you know but then I actually kind of like the way they break it down because then the next layer five is like your shoulder to cry on friends so those are the ones who would drop everything to support you when your world falls apart but they might not know what's going on every second of every day yeah and then your 15 layer includes the previous five and your core social partners. So these are like your main social companions. So they provide context context for having fun times. So like that's kind of like your core friend group, if you will. Yeah, like who did you invite to your birthday party? Exactly. Who would you invite birthday to your birthday time. party? And then like who would you invite to like a backyard barbecue is the next layer up. Mm-hmm. So that's like 50. So it's growing a little bit more. And then the 150 layer is your weddings, funerals, like kind of once in a lifetime event type of people where it's like, yeah, they'll be there. They'll show up like maybe baby showers would fall into that, like yeah. engagements, whatever. But it's not those aren't the people who know you so corely. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Thank you for um, elaborating on that visual because I really wanted to hear about it. And it does make sense, too. And um, no matter how big or small each individual circle is, again, leaning into those people that you just know are your intimates or your or your um, best friends because those are people that are so important in your life and that are really going to come up as like, imagine if your life's a book, you know, those are the recurring characters that you're going to want to have on standby um, if you need someone to talk to or just do something fun with and then vice versa, they're going to want um, that from you as well. So yeah, go female friends. Go I think something, friends. <laughs> another one of my good points was just it's good to have someone to celebrate your achievements and I think Maddie what made me think of this is when you were talking about 
how if girls are taking photos, which seems like mundane and kind of silly sometimes, but Mm -hmm. they're truly so like, oh my God, yes, yes, girl, you look so good in red or you look so good in that new top that you have or whatever. And it like is genuine. And I feel like there's just like enthusiasm behind females. I feel like men, like if we're thinking like a stereotypical man, like bring that into like sports or like, yep basically just sports it's not the same things (laughs) what's another example i'm like sports and And different kinds of sports yes uh beer maybe (laughs) sports and beer more or less um not to undermine a man yeah literally oh my gosh no and obviously men can be very supportive of their friends but like females have this like unapologetic like you go girl like I'm going to rally the troops for you. I'm going to stand by you. And even in like Instagram comments can get silly, but I'll literally look at Instagram comments and like, you're literally so stunning, Creed. And it's like, it seems silly, but at the same time, it's, it's cute. It's sweet. It's cute that like, we're so comfortable being like cheerleaders for each other um, because we all need that. And, and obviously more in person than online, but we need cheerleaders in our life. And I feel like, um, obviously females are the, the, the cheerleaders and yes. I don't know in the high school movies as well you know we have yep. we have the fem- female palm team um but th- they were usually bitches in the movies and this is real life <laughs> and we're going to be positive because there are no so many positive here. things yes about no. your f- female cheerleaders so what life. you just said reminded me so much I there are two girls in my office and there's some of my co-workers and I'm truthfully not close with either one of them Uh so I hope they're not listening to this episode because they're gonna be like oh I feel called out but it's really cute because they're friends and every single day they come into the office and they're like hey girl boss hey girl boss and like they kind of do it ironically but I love it because in a sense they're like it's so cute and like at first I was like oh it's a little cringy but then they kept doing it and I was like that's so fun because they're literally lifting each other up every single time they walk into the office and we work in sales which is a very male dominated industry and so they're like hey girl like what are you doing today you know like so many people in the office even will be like oh my gosh I love your top or you look so good or it's just so nice to have that empowerment from friends and I feel like especially in your early 20s where Emma and I are currently Mm -hmm. it's really nice to know that there are people who are going to bring positivity to your life regardless of where your circles of friendship are lying because when you're younger like in your late teens early 20s those are the times where you have the highest churn rate of friends it's a scientifically proven fact that that's when the most Oh, like turnover happens? Yeah, turnover happens and there's like a major shift. And so I think that sometimes even just the smallest things like just because someone says like, hey, I like your shirt or someone's commenting on your Instagram post like, oh my gosh, you're stunning. It doesn't mean that they're now going to be in your tiny layer of five Mm -hmm. and those are your go-to shoulder to cry on friendships. But it just means that you have a network of girls who are uplifting you. And not to say that guys can't do this but we really wanted to focus on the power of female friendships because like Emma was saying like we are so emotionally in tune with one another and with ourselves that sometimes We're it makes yes it makes such a different kind of different kind of <laughs> bond you know when you're sitting at a table and if someone says something and then you and the other person think the same thing and you look at each other and oh, you're yes. like oh I know what you're thinking it's either like oh like this is you know I, like, get oh me God, out I of here it's like either get me out of here, like, ooh, like that's interesting to hear. It's yep. like you have that little like telekinesis. Is that I the like right? It. Yeah. Is that the right? Yeah. Telekinetics. Okay, good. Yep. 
yeah, I'm, I'm resting on my superpowers. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to share something that's actually interesting that my friend Kaylee, female friend, new female friend who I love. Um, hey, Kaylee. Go, Kaylee. She, I wanted to share something that she told me because she's from the north. And she was saying, so me and Maddie are both originally, like, I live in Charleston now. She grew southern up in Charleston. Gals. So, southern girlies. So, she is from the north, I believe, Minnesota. It doesn't matter. But she was sharing how if someone in the north said like let's say you meet someone at a restaurant or at a bar or like in any organic environment and you're like oh my gosh we should hang out sometime or yeah like let's totally like we need like we need to do dinner you know you know how it goes oh yeah in the north or at least where she's from they like foolproof me in that because I think in the south there's a lot of like courtesy culture and in the north there's like not really pressure to be like overly polite so if I don't want to hang out with you again like I might think you're fine but if I don't think I'm going to be your friend like in the north where she's from she was like no one would ever be like let's hang out and like not mean it because there's no like pressure to be courteous versus in the south I feel like so often we literally like everyone we meet and I'm guilty of this too being like oh you see out yeah everyone you meet it's like you have to like be so nice to them that it's almost like you have to not pretend to be their friend but even with good intention, be like, let's do something, let's do something. And then nine out of 10 times, you didn't get their number or you forgot about it. Or, or you, you just... have zero intention of ever seeing them again. And that's okay. Yeah, or like genuinely, like you were like not really feeling them that much. And you just are saying that to be nice. If someone's like kind of annoying you a little bit and they're like, oh my God, we should do something. And you're like, yeah, it's like, you don't mean that girl. Yep. Miss Sophia, Miss Natalie, whoever you are, you don't mean it. And it's okay because sometimes we don't mean it either. But just thought that was interesting because becomes this conversation of like what's the right thing to do but Kaylee was saying when she moved down to the south because she lives in Charleston now she was like people would tell me that they wanted to hang out and so I would follow up and then I would just like not hear for them or they like wouldn't get my number and I'd be confused and so she's like it's just I thought that was interesting insight that I couldn't have as someone who's grown up in the south yeah it is something to mental note of like in this next stage of life like more young adulthood or into adulthood and stuff like not feeling pressured to like be everyone's best friend it's totally okay um not if someone says you have to hang out you i mean you don't have to be like why would you ever ask that that's never gonna happen yeah obviously you know not to be rude to people but an interesting concept of like you don't have to overcommit yourself and you don't have to feel bad for if you met this girl at a restaurant and like you don't really want to hang out with her again like don't it's it's fine yep and apparently in the north they're a lot more selective with their I like it though let's hang out invitation well they're protecting their peace a little bit and I think that for me at least I'm extremely guilty of this of like trying to move friendships in certain tiers to mm. closer tiers like I'll take a coworker and I'll be like okay we're best friends or I'll take someone I met in yoga class and I'm like awesome that's gonna be great and I've had like, to remind to myself yeah I'm trying to remind myself like going back to the dating analogy Think about it honestly in that way. Like if you hang out with someone once and it goes great, awesome, follow up. If there's no reciprocal follow up on their end or they're not, you know, also returning the favor in some way, shape or form, maybe give it one more chance like you would someone you're talking to. And if they don't return the favor, that's done. To that same point, like don't invite someone on a trip 
that you've literally hung out with once. If you're dating someone and you've gone one gone on one trip with them, why mm-hmm. would you say, "Hey, come home with me and meet my parents. Like, let's go on this great trip together." Like, mm-hmm. that's not going to go over very well. So I kind of like to think about it in a dating mindset and knowing you know, not everyone is going to be the person that you're meant to spend every second of every day with. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And it's okay to see someone out who you saw from college and run into them in the grocery store and not say, hey, we should grab coffee sometime. Like, it's completely okay to I know we're all up. guilty of that. Yeah. We're all guilty oh of that. Gosh. It's like, oh my God, girl, we have, like, we have I'll to grab you. coffee. I'll text you. Oh my God, let's grab a drink sometime. And like, it's okay the to not. The intentions are good. The, the intentions, intentions are, are good, good, but it's okay to literally catch up in the grocery store and be like, it was so great seeing you and leave it at that. Like, it doesn't have to be that's why that poor big. Kaylee was like, I thought everyone wanted to hang out with me because I, I didn't even, I didn't even think so about awful. how much we say that. But she was like, I thought everyone wanted to hang out with me because everyone that I would run into was like, we should do something sometime. And she was like, I never did anything with anyone. Um, which is, it's crazy, yeah, honestly. It is crazy. The differences, the North versus the South. We've the been North here before. The North versus the South. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But to end up the up. Eff- end off the episode rather um we're gonna end with a couple of questions from you guys just about friendship in general so the first question is advice for maintaining friendships long distance wow this is hard I mean I think it's so hard again you have to take off the pressure of like you cannot talk to everyone every day I think there's very few people like maybe one if not two that 1.5 of people that you literally keep up with on a daily basis but just I don't know, scheduling time. One of my best friends, Victoria, from college, she is really, really busy, and she will text us and be like, hey, this week I can talk on Thursday. And, I mean, we have a whole week to be like, hey, I can talk on Thursday. And so whoever can talk on Thursday, I'm literally, like, penciling a time. Last week we talked on Thursday at, like, 6 p.m. It was literally scheduled. Um, And I think treat it kind of like if it's a priority, just how you would schedule a workout class or schedule a dinner with someone, schedule maybe time to catch up so it takes off that pressure for day-to-day I love commitments. That. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I would recommend. No, I, I really love that. And as someone who, I don't want to call myself an expert in long-distance friendships, but of my inner circle, three or four of them are not in Denver. Me, um, me. Yes, Emma is <laughs> one of them, and I have people as far as different places in Europe so I feel like scheduling time like Emma was saying is so pertinent but also just finding ways to make it as though you don't have to do giant catch-ups every time you talk especially Mm. if there's a major time difference so between one of me and one of my best friends right now um she's eight hours away from me time change wise like these are there's an eight hour time difference and we literally have a snapchat going where we just send each other videos of what we're doing in our day and i'll open them at random times and she'll open hers at random times but i still get to hear her voice i still get to see her face i get to see her out on a run walking the dog going to the grocery store whatever but i don't have to actually pencil in a time to talk to her every second of every day and similarly when one of my other best friends who is now in chicago she used to live in london we would send each other voice memos every single day and it was really nice because we were driving to work and or I was driving to work and I could play her voice memo in the car and I would get to hear kind of her life updates or her rants or the random things that happened to her. Like if she was I on the tube and like, yeah, like, and I just think they're great because if she was on the tube and some random guy was like 
homeless and was spitting at her and whatever. That's a made up example. But like those are things that you wouldn't necessarily think to update someone on a week later when you're giving them your major life updates. But knowing that about her life in that moment made me feel closer to her. And so I think that that's a really great way to just feel connected to people and know what's going on in their lives. So I love it. We have two more questions kind of jumping off of the advice for maintaining friendships. Someone asked, how do I be a low maintenance friend? A low maintenance friend. That's interesting. Yes. I think the goal is to always be rather low maintenance in terms of other people. I'm trying to think, I think one of my biggest things that I've navigated with friendships, I think everyone like just has to remember that you are an individual person and as much as you are an individual person, someone else is as well. So if someone has to flake on something or if they're being a little like short one day or they're not, you know, they forgot to respond to your text. I've been so bad at text recently and then naturally, let's say I texted someone about something I wanted to talk to about and then they don't respond. There's two ways to respond. One, I think you can double text. That's fine within a certain timeline but not double texting in a way that's like why didn't she respond to me exactly and I think Maddie you're honestly good about that with me because you know sometimes like I won't respond until late but like your double texts are never like passive you're never like making me feel bad that I didn't respond because you knew I was busy (laughs) what if like you're always like hey um can you like when you get a chance can you let me know yeah so I think something like that is depending on how you interact with your friends just making sure that you're not putting pressure on someone that you want to want on yourself because as much as again you're living your own life they're living their own life and they're not going to be perfect and sometimes they might even you know they might have their bad days and you're going to have your bad days too so always beginning with that in mind of um just things aren't personal nine out of ten times don't make it personal the things like your your slow response isn't personal to them and their slow response to you you know that's just one silly example but uh, no I think I think that's great. I don't think it's a silly example at all because I think that that's a very real example that's tangible to so many people's lives. And I think it is important to just take things at face value. If someone texts you something and they say, okay, sounds good, don't read into it and be like, oh my gosh, okay, so what what does that mean? There were no emojis, whatever. Like at the end of the day, trust your gut. You know your friends. Mm -hmm. If people typically text with emojis and they don't, okay, I understand like sometimes freaking out a little bit about it, but at the end of the day, we're all grown women. We all have emotions. We all have, you know, our own cycles, which influence mm-hmm. our emotions. And I feel like especially Emma and I, because we have more of a sister relationship than we do like a true friend relationship, mm-hmm. we're the first people to snap at each other when something goes off or if we're having a bad day or whatever. And I think that that's also important to recognize going back to the circles of friendship. If you have someone who's in your inner, inner, inner circle, who is your intimate person, and they're a little bit snappy with you over text or whatever, taking that with a grain of salt, knowing that if you're the closest to them, they're going to be the person that you're going to be the person that they lash out to first Gets all the because emotions. they feel comfortable yeah. with you and they know that you're not going anywhere. So I think just taking things at face value and understanding where you sit with that person is key. So I love it. We have one more question and then we'll wrap up. Um, this one is, it looks like advice. I don't want to come across weird, but I'm new to my city and need to make friends. Help. Okay, new city, new friends. I feel like that is the name of the game post-grad. And even if you live somewhere close by or you know people in your current city, you're always wanting to make like new types of friends and stages oh, of yeah. life. Honestly, 
I have to just say this one, how I made my friends is social media. Truthfully, like it was either me DMing someone who I feel like I would vibe with or I've had two of my girls like Lindsay who I mentioned earlier who's one of my um, best friends here like she literally (laughs) this is funny she baited me Um, we followed (laughs) each other and she was telling the story the other day she's like I baited him and I thought it was so funny how she phrased that but she was like I put she put out an Instagram story basically like would someone want to come roller skate with me and she was like I felt like you were the kind of person that would say yes and I fell for it I literally responded I was like girl I'll come with you and I was like my (laughs) grandma used to own a roller skating week and now it's funny because she tells the story she was like i literally like posted that in hopes that you responded she made like me. she posted a thirst trap hoping <laughs> some guy was gonna respond but like no blading with you literally but yeah she was baiting me but it worked and honestly just not being afraid to like use social media as a resource because i think that is a way that we all connect the easiest or again like we are talking about not telling people like empty promises of hanging out necessarily but if you go to a yoga class and you were vibing with a girl beside you being like hey would you want to go walk and get a coffee like almost taking opportunities like in present moments I feel like are easier if possible instead of like waiting around for that awkward like okay I got her number do I text her do I snapchat her so if there's any present moment opportunities to kind of connect um I feel like that's really helpful too and just Knowing that, like, your kind of people are out there, not being discouraged if you meet someone that's not going to be your person or your best friend or even a good friend. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Leaning into people that are easy. Find what's easy. um, And, yeah, don't be afraid to say hello because nine out of ten people are, like, wanting more friends, too. Exactly. That's what I've learned. Everyone has space a lot of times for a a new friend, so don't be afraid to ask. Exactly. And I think that one other thing just branching off of that when you were saying if you're at a yoga class saying hey do you want to go grab coffee and go on a walk that first reaction or that first I guess invitation would be a better word don't make it anything too extreme or too far off of what you're already doing so if you meet someone at a bar and you're both drunk and you're like oh my gosh like let's go do something don't say let's wake up at four in the morning and go on a hike because you don't know that friend, you don't know their hiking that ability level. Happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so if what you're comfortable with in that moment is going out with them and having a drink, maybe say, okay, yeah, like I'd love to grab a drink after work. So then the foundation is kind of the same, but that it's a little sense. bit more different or a little bit more intimate. So like, for example, I'll give my example of like my friend date, quote unquote, that I went on tonight. I met a girl through Facebook and I created this walking group of girls in the Denver area and I was waiting for you to bring up the walking group yes it actually was so cute it was accidental so I joined this group me through Facebook of all these girls in the Denver area and this girl just moved to an area close by the one that I went on my friend date with tonight and she was like hey does anyone know any good walking recommendations of like where you're gonna feel safe and like you can go on your little hot girl walk whatever so I responded with a couple of different things and I said you can go here you can go here um if you're ever looking for a walking buddy I'm down I walk all the time like I'm even walking on Sunday if you want to join and she was like yeah I'd love to join and I had like 15 girls respond to my message and be like oh my gosh I'm in I want to join too I'm coming and it was so sweet and it was such a realization of like oh my gosh people just want to be together and socialize Mm -hmm. so anyways we kind of coordinated this walking group and we all walked together a couple weeks ago there were seven or eight of us total that ended up showing up we grabbed coffee 
walked around the park by my house and we all got to talk to one another and I actually think we did a good job switching off of who was talking to who so it wasn't like, like one okay, person pass. talked to the yep. person yeah, <laughs> the entire time and it was so cute because one of the other girls um, owns a boutique and she was like super super sweet but anyways I met this girl the original girl for dinner tonight because she was like we should do dinner or drinks or something one night because something we talked about on the walk was our favorite dinner spots and she's new to Denver so I was like oh I'll take you to my favorite dinner spot so that's what we did and she shows up and she walks in and I was like oh my gosh I love your shirt and she was like oh my gosh thank you I got it at Natalie's Boutique which is the another girl who was on the walking group and I was like, that oh is gosh. so cool that we came full circle, <laughs> that it's literally girls supporting girls supporting girls. And it's not, oh my gosh, we had to invite the entire walking group to go get dinner tonight because we mentioned it on the walk. But it was more so like figure out who you vibe with and don't be afraid to put yourself out there and know that like if you go to a group setting, you may not vibe with all nine people there, 12 people there, 30 people there. But if you can find one person and they can expand your circle a little bit then Mm -hmm. that's great and that's how you're going to end up making friends so don't be afraid to put yourself out there long story short you're going to do great congrats on moving to a new city it's just it's a scary time but it's exciting it's so exciting it is so exciting and again I think everyone has that same exact question in the back of their mind of even in no matter where you are, what stage of life, it's like, how do, how, how do you do it? It's, it's awkward, but it doesn't have to be awkward. And what I love, Maddie, is that was so organic. Like, it felt so natural. And asking, like, that's not a weird question. I feel like sometimes no. we convince ourselves that things are weird. Like, what weird. is weird about being like, hey, do you want to go on a walk? I like walking, too, when this girl, like, literally just explicitly said that she I wants want to go on a walk. Yeah. So it's like, there's nothing. She's not going to be like, who is this freak asking you to go on a walk? Like, that is so normal. Um, so all of your questions, unless you ask, like, something bizarre, which you will not do, are <laughs> are valid. And people are going to – like, the right people that are going to be – You guys would never. You guys would never. I know you so well. Uh, but seriously, I mean, you – I always – I treat you guys like you're smart because I know you are. Like you're, You are. You we are. always have to make disclaimers, I feel like. And I don't need to make a disclaimer. Like, don't ask someone, like, what their social security number is on the first time the hanging out or never. the last time hanging out. Just never never ask that. Emma, what's your social? Uh, my social is <laughs> eight six seven five three oh nine. Look it up. Um, oh, my gosh. No, this was so much fun. Um, go text a female friend or two after this episode. Tell them you love and care about them. And... Just do it. Just do it. Or send the hookah love them. What is the <laughs> what is the um proper terminology? Because you can't say like I tweet or like I tweeted, like I threaded, I I threed. I threed. <laughs> it's a um, threed. I made a th- thread. I made a thread. a thread. Well, post a thread to your female friends and share this episode. Yeah, we haven't made a hookah girls thread, but I'll make it's it a coming. goal before this episode goes up that it's up. So Yes, it's coming soon. So it'll be up by the time this episode is up. And we can't wait to – that sounds so weird. We can't wait to thread with you guys. We, it's technically threads plural, so that just complicates threads. it even more. Okay, we can't that's wait awful. To, we but can't wait to threads you. Seriously, text a female friend. Share this episode with them. Honestly, I was listening to another – podcast episode talking about friendship and it inspired me to text one of my best friends and they were talking about just friendships that feel like home truthfully Mm -hmm. and I texted her and I was like 
Um, this is so random, but I was listening to this pod episode and I just wanted to let you know, like, you're one of these friends for me type of deal. And she responded and she was so sweet. She was like, oh, I was literally going to text you the same thing I was listening yesterday and I felt the same. So grateful. And I was like, that just makes my day. So if this episode inspires you to text any of your friends and just tell them that you appreciate them, it's going to make their day. So by all means, do it. Go do it. We think about people so often. I feel like our minds are constantly running and a lot of times a positive thought will pop across about someone. So let them know. Like, why just, just let, let it sit know. in your head? Oh, you can yes. let the negativity out the door, but let the positivity let the to the people that it's directed flow. to. Yes. And until next time, be sure to follow us on Instagram and threads. Both are H-Y-G-G-E, Girls Podcast. Is that a little different because I threw in the threads? You did. I was like, wow, we're getting crazy. We're getting crazy up in here. <laughs> yes, follow us there. All of the questions we pulled from are from our Instagram as well as Ask the Girls. We'll share our no show all tell items on there as well. And until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay, stay hookah. Bye, Bye, everyone. <laughs>